0: Welcome back to another episode live from the dojo. Remember, you can get this podcast wherever you get podcasts. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the YouTube. Make sure to like and subscribe. Don't forget, we also just dropped merch on the Book it Sports website. You can get this sweatshirt and Trent's sweatshirt. He's not wearing it right now, but it says green gobbies if you're a big prize picks guy. <clears throat> on the Book it Sports website. How was your weekend, man?
1: Weekend was solid. Uh, glad to be home. Back on the couch. Was in Toronto uh, this past weekend. And, of course, we had Mother's Day, so it was pretty busy. But Toronto was a hell of a time.
0: I just cannot believe that you're repping Toronto again <laughs> after having to fly all the way there to watch them lose.
1: That was tough, man. I was I was thrilled to be in the building. Uh, there's nothing like a high-stakes Maple Leafs game, man. That game was insane. Because the... you know
0: they're going to lose. <laughs>
1: Dude, I... Going, we knew it now. We knew it. We I knew, knew it. it, dude. I, I we literally...
0: It. You said it on the episode before you left. You literally had the script. I
1: did. I did. I literally called it. I said, least we're going to win game four. No doubt in my mind, because I'm going to have to fly to Toronto and be in Mapleville Square when they lose in game five. <laughs> Mapleville. And that's exactly to a T what happened.
0: But don't forget, you said they're going to win just to be an inconvenience. Yeah. So you'd have to travel up there to watch them lose.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the streak continues... Every hockey game I've been to this year, overtime, Um, and we're going to game seven tonight, cracking stars, so I can't wait for that. But dude, that that Leafs game, man, I don't know if you were watching, but there was a goal that was scored that they called off. Did
0: you see that? So I saw, I wasn't watching the game, but I saw the replay. Explain to me what happened. So I know they whistled to play dead.
1: Yeah, so that was...
0: And when... I feel like even in the fucking video games, and even when you watch a game, it felt like a really quick whistling dead of a play. Yeah.
1: No, it was weird. Like, being at the game, no one realized that the play was dead. Like, we can't hear whistles. So we didn't even know that that was what was being reviewed. We thought we was just reviewing the puck crossing the line, and it clearly, clear as day crossed the line oh no, yeah it was in um and dude that place was in fucking shambles when the when the ref, i made posted the video of the ref like coming out and announcing the call all of a sudden just trash everything flying no on the ice yeah it was gnarly uh water bottles beer cans fucking everything getting thrown on the ice it was a i mean at the time it looked like a really bad call i'm sure if you go back there's logistics behind the call with uh the stoppage of play, whatever. But, dude, that was just really sad, really sad. And then they tied it up, and I, I don't know if you saw, but I had exact score 3-2 Leafs in OT, 2-2 mm-hmm. two, two overtime. I'm like, dude, I, this is like the third time I fucking called a, a game to go OT, exact score. Um, so I was, yeah, I'm i like, fucking take a bathroom break, post third period. <laughs> dude, I'm in the bat. this was crazy, I'm in the bathroom in Toronto, in the urinal, and I'm just like taking a piss, and all of a sudden I hear, like, "Trent, Trent, Trent, Trent!" Like just a fucking group of kids just, ch- <laughs> just chanting my name as I'm pissing. I'm laughing so fucking hard, and I turn around. And it's just this fat squad of kids. Uh, but dude, as soon as that puck in the thir- in the overtime period touched the back of the net for the Panthers, this guy sitting in front of us, it's, it's just it was just the most Maple Leafs thing ever. This guy's sitting in front of us. He's at the game by himself. Keep in mind, he had just told the story about how he hasn't seen his family in 35 days because he was on a work trip for 35 days. Just got home from the airport. Didn't even go home to see the wife and kids. Wow. Went straight to the Leafs game. <laughs> and we're in overtime. And he's sitting there like this. That puck goes in the net. He looks to the guy next to him. We'll see you next year. Gets up. Fucking out of the building like that. <laughs> no way, <Yeah. laughs> dude. He deserved to watch them lose.
0: Go see your fucking kids, man. Like what, dude? I saw the funniest thing ever, dude. Um, well, actually, first, I mean, it was always the Panthers. It was plus, always plus Panthers. one and a half, though. I hit every, which every is what game. I'm gonna do with the Kraken tonight. Yeah. Because in an elimination game, it's never going to be a blowout. It feels like that unless you're the fucking Oilers. Panthers
1: the fucking plus Panthers. one and a half hit in every single game against the Leafs. Crazy, and it and, and they weren't favored once.
0: They're my team to win it all now. Yeah, I winning. like watching the Panthers. I'm like excited to watch the Panthers. Outside of the Panthers, it'd be the Kraken for me. Either one of them, I'd be happy to watch win. Yeah, so I just feel like they're the most exciting teams to watch or the most fun, in my opinion. Um,
1: I really want an expansion team Western Conference Finals. Really want the crack That'd be in the window. that so night. sick, dude. Um, but yeah, dude. I fucking there's not a player I hate in sports more right now than Matthew Kachuk. I hate Matt. <laughs> I I despise Matthew Kachuk. I respect Matthew Kachuk because he's a dog and he's borderline goat status. But he's a fucking rat, dude. I hate Kachuk.
0: Yeah. So you took you took his under SOGs, right? Oh
1: yeah, and he's he's Gretzky, of course. <laughs> Dude goes under SOGs in every fucking game, and then I go to the game and he has seven SOGs.
0: Hear me out though; he was due.
1: He was so due, but he's just, faded due. Yeah, he's just such a little rat, dude. He's just involved in every little skirmish, and during that fucking uh, the review of the of the goal, he's just circling around the refs, just listening to what's going on, making sure the call is going to be the way he wants it. I'm just like, look at this fucking rat, dude. Like, I know he's saying some shit to the refs right now. Like, you need a guy
0: like that, on dude. Your team, he though. no, then that, <laughs> that's why, dude. I like,
1: I love the Panthers to win the cup, man. They're so good. They would just dump the puck in an empty corner, and they'd win the race to the puck, and they would open up the ice, and then there's a dude open, and they'd fucking score. Like that's the that's how they play, and it's gonna be interesting to see how they go up against a very dominant defensive Canes team versus a high offensively powered. Panthers team it's gonna be a great matchup very uh very excited to watch that series
0: and I feel like that's gonna be the first time the Canes get tested all playoffs yeah I think the Devils are just a little bit too young to be that force where you're yeah. like getting tested overnight and the Islanders just fucking sucked dick yeah. so I feel like this is gonna be the first time we're gonna see the Canes tested which makes me almost like the Panthers a little bit more because I feel the narrative of being battle tested is way better like honestly the Lakers playing the Nuggets first glance I really want to give the upper hand to the Nuggets because I just think they're the better team I think yeah they're deeper I think position by position they're better at almost every position other than the Lakers but you think about the road the Lakers just had to go through to get to the Nuggets I feel like they're more prepared versus having to play um who the Nuggets play in the first round I just had it now it's gone out of they my they played head. the fucking it was a fucking. It was a the a T wolves yeah dude fucking like when you got to play the hottest team in the Western Conference and the Kings and beat them, and then you got to play Steph Curry and the Warriors who just won the championship, and now you play the Nuggets. I almost trust the team that's more battle-tested. Yeah. And I feel like that's where you're going to get with the panthers Canes, but, I mean, you never know.
1: Yeah, and a goalie, dude, you, you can go as far as your goalie will take you. And Bobrovsky right now is dude, dialed. In. Iron curtain. Dude, the Leafs had 50-plus shots in that game I was at. 50-plus shots, and they scored twice, which is absurd but their goalie the Leafs uh wall he was goating up like he looked good too but you could just tell there were a couple moments in that game where he just let it slip and you know the better goalie ended up winning so I mean this Canes Panthers series you got Freddie Anderson you got Bobrovsky on the Panthers it's gonna be a great great series and I don't know how not a single game in that Leaf series went the fuck over and you asked me you said is this game going over? I was like, dude.
0: Bye. Dude, when you said that, I was between Panthers plus one and a half and the over. And I, my thought process was <clears throat> exactly what you just said. This, n- Not a single game this series has gone over. Maybe the first one, but I don't think so. I literally think it wasn't a single game this series. And I was going, all right, we're back in Toronto. Like The Panthers aren't going home, so they're going to be ripping puck. So if the Leafs want to win, they're going to have to put up three or four because the Panthers are going to score. They're not a team that's going to not score. That's yeah. the message to Canes fans. like You are going to have to outscore the Panthers and because they will score yeah. two to three every single game. So my thing was, okay, if the Panthers are going to be ripping puck doing their thing in an elimination game, they're going to play an all-out. The Leafs are going to have to score. So this game, I liked to go over. My second favorite bet it was a Panthers plus one and a half. The only reason I didn't really want to do that is because it was minus one fifty, and I was like, I, I don't, I, I actually don't hate putting out a minus one fifty because I'm still making money when it hits, but when it doesn't hit, I'm like, yeah, fucking, I could have been, you know, yeah. whatever it was. But I texted you because you were boots on ground, and I was like, is this game going over? And you're like, no. And then I was like, oh, I Panthers yeah. plus one and a half because I'm not doing
1: it. Yeah, and I knew if the Panthers scored first, it was GG. Like that was the, that was my mentality. Like we need the first one. We need the first one. They score first. I'm like, yeah, GG.
0: Well, not only did they score first, they scored second they scored too. Second, twice, and then yeah. you sent in the group chat. G-G's, yeah, dude. Yeah. I checked the score and I was like, "There's no way yeah. he flew all the way out to Toronto." But they made it a game.
1: They did, dude. I was I literally after the first period, two nothing. I'm like, "Fruity, bro, this is two two overtime. It's setting up perfectly for it, perfectly." And he was like, "Yeah, I don't know, we'll see." Sure enough, Leafs. Or it was two one after the the second, and then we go to the third. Should have been two two. Goal got called off five minutes left they score i'm like yeah it's 2 2 OT.
0: so tell me about um one i've never been in a building for for a game seven um so that had to be electric two i have three questions one is you know the building during a game seven especially like in canada i've never been to canada
1: what was a game five but or game five so
0: fucking my head is all over like dude i'm still recovering from a hangover (laughs) like dude i'm starting to get to the point where my hangovers last till tuesday (laughs) that's tough like dude i woke up woke up yesterday and it like it should have been illegal the level of hungover i was you know what i mean um that's the worst dude but what it was like being there uh like and and i meant like elimination game because like the leafs if they lost they go home so like that's what i meant being in the building for something like that two why didn't they give you an orange slice for your blue moon that felt really weird felt like a real canadian it was it was in
1: there it's just you couldn't see it It, i swear it was in there it's
0: a glass cup we can go back and review the photos (laughs) um and then the third what was toronto like because that's that city's on my top two cities i want to visit well One, because I'm like a big Drake guy, but two, it also just looks like a great, great city.
1: No, it was super nice, actually. I was pretty impressed. It was a lot cleaner than I expected. Mm -hmm. Uh, Super nice. The bars were really fun. Uh, Being in that environment for an elimination game and having the team get eliminated was sad, especially for a team like the Leafs, where it just felt like everyone was just like, God damn it, dude. Again, that was that was the vibe. See you next year. As soon as that fucking goal scored. Yeah, dude, see you next year. <laughs> dude, dude was out of there faster than, like, it was crazy. But I just felt so bad, dude. Like, we just sat there. I was with the dudes who own Props.Cash. And after that goal score, we, we, no one looked at each other. No one said anything. We're just sitting there like, fuck. Like, that's literally how it felt. Like, mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding? That just went in the net yeah and on that last play too I don't know if you saw the clip there's this like clip that actually goes so hard (laughs) Gudis on the Panthers like was right in front of the net right before that goal went in and it goes in and he just like dead ass is the goalie's face and I'm Gudis and he just fucking like screams right in his face like yeah
2: no and and, like
1: ESPN posted the clip and they like pause it right when he does that it's so hard so hard yeah
0: that's like the worst. Yeah, dude, I know. Dude, Cause you can't do anything.
1: And dude, right before that goal scored, Gudas pulled the defender's stick, who was about to deflect the puck, um, and he just he grabbed onto it, and couldn't, the defender can't do anything about it. Should have been a power play, and they just let it go. Yeah, mm. like literally blatant, clear as day, holding on to the stick. Defender can't do anything about the puck over here. Rips it, goal. Yeah. It was a clear-as-day fucking penalty, too.
0: I mean, so. again, though, you, you hate to say it, right? But if you're the Leafs, you can't be down 3-1 going home. No, no. You can't be the down Leafs, 3-1 going home. The Leafs
1: home. fucking let that series slip away from them like seven different times.
0: <laughs> and, I mean, speaking of, you know, letting series slip, I feel like something that really recent is the, the Philadelphia 76ers, man. Oh,
1: dude. <clears throat> what a game seven that was uh, for Celtics fans to say the least, but I was really just wanting to see Jason Tatum grow the fuck up. Do. I wanted to see him grow up. You got game seven back against the wall. Everyone's fucking out on you, especially after last game, which I bombed his over points. I had a rack on Tatum over 29 and a half, and he has one point at halftime. Mm. I'm like, bro, I'm done with these Celtics, man. They're going to fucking lose in six to the Sixers. And then he goaded up in that fourth quarter in game six. That was nuts, by the way. Nuts. I was like, oh, he's... This was the start of him growing up. It
0: was almost like you, you felt... It was almost as if everything that was happening on social media, it all... Happened like it, it almost felt like he knew what was happening on social media cuz going into the fourth quarter it was like dude This kid's a fucking bozo. Yeah, I literally tweeted. I think at halftime I was like this is the Jason Tatum. You guys are all talking about like cuz I watched that full game I was like this is a fucking joke dude.
1: Yeah, even Celtics fans were That's what I'm saying
0: everyone was like I wasn't even getting hate under my tweet It was just like dudes a bozo like fucking whatever 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 like not built for the moment And then it was like fourth quarter just came out dude and was
1: Firing dude when he shoots with confidence from three it's and you water And you just know when he shoots it, it's going in. It's lights out, Tatum. And
0: the the shot that I think like I'm thinking of too is last game. uh, I think it might have been hard on him. He just tweened him like three times Mm -hmm. and pulled up from the from the top of the key at three. It was like, oh my god. I mean, what
1: he had like 25 in the first half. Like, dude went the fuck off. He grew up. So Celtics are like plus 100 now. To win the finals, which is absurd
0: and and I think I, I said it on the couch last time we heard on Friday I said I wouldn't write the Celtics off. I no. think they had what it take to what they have what it takes to come back. And we're seeing now when he's on, this is why the Celtics were one of the favorites to win the entire thing. when he's on, this team is so fucking dangerous
1: dude. It has to be Jason Tatum's team. There can't be any debate about it being Jalen Brown's team. Or anything like that, you know?
0: But I give those two a lot of credit because I feel like every time Jalen Brown has a good game, the media immediately jumps on, like, why aren't we proud of Jalen Brown? Why aren't we proud of Jalen Brown? But they really are just, like, good friends. Like, you saw when Jason Tatum was going crazy. like, this is my fucking house. Like, whatever he said. Jalen Brown's, like, going crazy for him. And, like, Marcus Smart's going crazy for him. Like, they're a great core because I don't think they give a fuck what anyone else is saying. Like, I don't think Jason Tatum goes in the locker room when he has a 12-point game and Jalen Brown has a 30-point game and is really like, yo, fuck this guy. Yeah, no sure. You know shot. what I mean? No sure But I feel like the media makes it feel like that, where when they take the floor together, it's like, okay, well, whose team? But it's really not. Like, no. I think they all know it's Jason's team because he can do stuff like that. Jalen Brown can't do stuff for like sure.
1: that. For sure. I mean, they've got a fucking locker for Deuce in the goddamn locker room. Deuce, dude. You know? It's, He's it's, a goat. <laughs> it's, it's definitely Tatum's team, and I hate when the media tries to... Like reconstruct a narrative of whatever's going on on the floor. It's like it's Tatum's team, and they're going to go as far as he takes them. And
0: honestly, this doesn't. This might sound salty. I really don't care at all. For um, I don't really hate them. I don't love them. But I couldn't be happier to see the Sixers team blow up, especially because Jokic is the best player in the NBA. Like I don't think it really yeah. comes close. Maybe Giannis. I think is better than him in terms of like dominance, but. I mean when you watch Jokic night in and night out I don't even think there should have been a debate of Joel Embiid being the MVP. Agree. Um and I think it's also absurd that we have that conversation we have the midway through the year where guys like Kendrick Perkins make it about race and then Kendrick Perkins gets on NBA playoff tonight and says Jokic is the best center in the NBA. Like I think that's absurd. Yeah. By the way, just to like have, to walk back like a take like that is like insane. Um but not saying Joel Embiid's not dominant, but my point being his post-game press conference yeah
1: I saw you tweet about that I want to hear your thoughts
0: was one of the most disgusting displays of a star player I've ever seen really ever seen and it goes to, exactly to the point of why he cares so much about the MVP because he really doesn't give a fuck about the team if you care about the team you got guys like Jalen Brunson who just joined the Knicks just joined the Knicks dropping 41 points saying I need to be better I need to be better I can't come out and play like this. I need to be better. If we're going to win, it's going to go as far as I go, and I, I, didn't play, I didn't play great tonight. For Joel Embiid to sit down after making an entire fuss about getting in the MVP, finally getting the MVP, his team, whatever, he's been on the Sixers since they drafted him, trust the process, we finally get to a point where they've given you a roster. By the way, your second roster that you should have taken to an NBA Finals. Your first one was when you had Jimmy Butler. This is your second one now. You get, you wanted James Harden, they gave you James Harden. You kept Tobias Harris, then you kept Tobias Harris. You had every tool to get yourself to an NBA Finals. You had to be the guy. Yep. To have, what did he have, 19 points? Uh, think, Maybe less than yeah. that? Maybe 13 points? He was non-existent watching the game. I have no idea how many points he had. For James Harden to come out and have eight points, yep. nine points, completely non-existent. To come out in the press conference and say that you and James can't win the game alone... That there's a reason why it's a five-on-five team or game is just the most disgusting thing I've ever seen from a star player. Especially when you say that off the back of the other team's best player putting 51 on your head and beating him by you're beating you by himself. Yeah, beating you by himself. Jason Tatum beat the Sixers by himself, literally by himself. He had 51 points. The Sixers didn't even come close, dude. So to come out and do that, I not only lost so much respect. For Joel Embiid, because I thought he was great. Like, I never really saw a problem with him versus Jokic until the playoffs started. Like, I always thought the race could really go either way. Like, no, it wouldn't have bothered me either way. But to do that, like, that, I think that really shows the attitude of this Sixers team and why they were never going to do anything great with him as a centerpiece. It was never going to work. Because if that's the attitude, no wonder it comes out this morning that James Harden wants to go back to Houston. Like, when you're that, and, and it was just so... I feel like, one, you've now lost the locker room going into next year. I'm fucking out, dude. I don't care who, like, I don't know if I'm... Korg Mods Tobias. Like, even if I didn't have a great season, I don't want to fucking play for you. No. I don't want to play with you if that's the fucking narrative Yeah, that you and James can't get it done. By the way, that's your job, you <laughs> and James, to get it done, to win playoff series. But that really pissed me off because, like, nothing makes me more angry than when you don't take responsibility as the best player. Like, when Zach Wilson, when we lost a game six to nothing because he didn't score, and they were like, you know, do you take the blame after your defense holds a team to six points? And he says, no. Like, that shit just really, like, pisses me off. Because it's so easy. It's so easy to just be like, I'm the best player. It was on my shoulders. I came out and didn't play well.
1: Yeah, I can't believe Zach Wilson said that. <laughs> Nuts, dude.
0: Especially now that he's just got like, rot on the bench. It yeah. was such a good bit. But no, that, like, really pissed me off. Like, I, there's just ways you respond, and that just was not one of them. Yeah. And if I'm a Sixers fan, like, this team is over. James is out. If I'm another superstar, I don't want to fucking play with Joel after he says dumb shit like that. You're going to lose every role player's confidence in you. Like, I'm out. Especially because you played like shit. If he put up Jason Tatum's numbers and lost that game, right? Let's say Joel had 51 and the Celtics beat him by like eight. And then he said some dumb shit like that, maybe. Yeah. But to have an awful, horrendous game and then say some shit like that, like, okay, dude.
1: Yeah. Okay, dude. Yeah, he was non-existent, dude. And he sold the Superguts, too. Non-existent, dude. He's out here saying it's not his fault, and he sold the Supergoats. I fucking bet.
0: Yeah, I bet, dude. No, I fucking bet. But no, I feel like I almost gave too much time to, to Philly there. But Heat versus Celtics.
1: Yeah, Celtics in five.
0: Jimmy makes a video, boss, and I'm coming.
1: I bet. I bet.
0: <laughs> you think Celtics in five?
1: Celtics in five.
0: This might be <laughs> the series where the Heat get their dicks punched off.
1: Dude, Tatum's on a fucking mission, man. Like, I think he's pissed now. He's mad. He's, yesterday he was mad, mm. and he grew up. Mm. And I don't see the heat. I don't see the heat really matching up and t- making the series any longer than five, maybe six games, mm. maybe six. But yeah,
0: I feel the same way. I think the Nuggets could sweep the Lakers, even though I trust a battle tested team. The Nuggets are just <clears> so fun.
1: I think them. that Nuggets Lakers series is going to be interesting. Um, I did say this was going to be the western conference finals you did
0: i think you were actually close with the east too i think you said celtics somebody i don't think it was the heat but i think you said celtics i probably Uh, you said celtics bucks yeah so you were like three for four i was like offers i think i said the bucks were gonna win it all
1: uh my my heart says lakers but my gut says nuggets
0: and I think we're going to get a ta- uh, I think we're going to get a tale of two players in these conference finals and it's going to be Jamal Murray and Jason Tatum. I think you know Jokic is going to do his job but when Jamal Murray is playing the way Jamal Murray was playing pre-injury which he's starting to do right now, the Nuggets like blow teams out. It doesn't even come close, dude. Like when Jamal Murray is playing the way Jamal Murray, we know he can play. Dude, they made the Suns look like a CYO team. Yeah. Like it didn't even wasn't even fun watching that series when no, I mean, he's not. on because it's like he's not only facilitating but he'll step back and nail one in your face yeah and then he'll come back and dish one and Michael Porter Jr. will knock it down like I think the Lakers are gonna find this is gonna be a long long series for them for
1: sure for sure again we got going to and from Denver might be throwing another nuke on an under but it's got to be the right spot it has to be the right spot game usually five. like a game five exactly <laughs> coming back from L A yeah. Game five,
0: Um, no, yeah, I think if I were to pick though, I'd I'd go Nuggets Celtics, which I feel like is kind of square. It's pretty square, but I feel like, but I feel like that makes sense. No, it does, does. and I think the Celtics are going to be your NBA champions if the Nuggets don't win.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think I had Nuggets beating the Celtics to start the playoffs. Ws, but I I just Tatum's on a fucking mission, and I honestly I'm rooting for him at this point. He deserves one.
0: So can we can we talk about this too? Because I've seen this, I saw this narrative everywhere, and I think it's just like a really dumb take, just personally. Showing the square of these four teams, and then going, bubble. the bubble mattered. Like, I don't get the take. Why? I think it's a dumb because, fucking Because
1: Because people say that the bubble is like a, a Mickey, you know, the championship. The bubble
0: was three fucking years ago, though. Like, the rosters of the guys that went with those teams are completely different. Not really. By DNA. Yeah, You still sure. got the
1: two main guys for every the team. The Celtics
0: have fucking Brogdon and Derek White now. Like, that team was always going to be good. They kept Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown because when they were in the bubble, they were 21 and 22.
1: <laughs> True.
0: Like, what, dude? <laughs> the Heat added Kyle Lowry. They got rid of all the bums that were on that bubble team and they added Kyle Lowry. Um,
1: but you still got the same core, basically. You got... Yeah, you Murray, have you have got Jokic. the best
0: five players in the NBA.
1: You got LeBron. You got AD. You got Jimmy. You got Bam.
0: But my point when it was it was never. My point being, it was never the bubble. Like we're looking at the teams that have the best players in the NBA. Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, LeBron James, and Jokic. Like you thought those guys were never going to be back in the playoffs at the same time. Going. Yeah,
1: D. it was more so just kind of like debunking the fact that the bubble was. Like the circumstances didn't really equate to the teams that deserve to be there, because here we are three years later, and the exact same teams are here. You know, so to discredit LeBron's championship, I think that's kind of the point that people are trying to make with this being a bubble rematch. It even LeBron says that was that was harder to win that championship than it was to come back against the Warriors three one.
0: Still, my favorite narrative, though.
1: But But, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting conference finals. Can't wait to watch. If it. it was
0: anybody else, I'd count it because it's LeBron and it makes his fans so mad. Doesn't count.
1: I also like just seeing that the the Big Three era is kind of over with, which is fun to see.
0: Super over with. Dude. It's almost it just it just died with yeah. the Suns. Yeah, it just it, died.
1: It's kind of now like get your two guys and your five role players. You need a bench. You need a bench.
0: Like finally, it's like oh my god, you need a goddamn bench. Yeah. It was, the Suns were the epitome of the death of the big three.
1: Yeah. It's like building the team in two K and trading your entire fucking you know mm-hmm. depth for KD and you got two players and they're playing forty two minutes. Literally
0: though. <laughs> and you want to talk two players playing forty two minutes, Dry and McDavid
1: on the Oilers. <laughs> exactly. It translates across sports.
0: So can you walk can you like walk me through that? Because that series, I'll be honest. One, they played at ten PM every time. Um two I watched game one and I thought it was a great – I thought it was a good game, but it just wasn't – I don't know, I, not to sound like a dick, but it just wasn't an entertaining series for me to watch. It was either 5-1, 5-1, 5-1, 4-2, 4 2 four, like I, the, the Leafs-Panthers was a fucking series. Yeah. I enjoyed watching those games. Walk me through like what – because I think you're you you watching – you watch yeah. most of those games. You watch every game because I feel like you, you're getting pretty invested into the hockey – what the hell, if you're an Edmonton fan right now, what's going through your head? Because you can't get over the hump. And I'm going to be honest with you, it never felt like they were going to beat VGK. No. From game one, it never felt like it.
1: Uh, Again, it get, you're going to go as far as your goalie can take you. And then when you got that problem, on top of relying every single goal being a power play goal, like you're only going to go as far as, as how many power plays you're going to get. And last night, Oilers had, what, two power plays, I think? and they scored twice like that was the series that was just how you define the oilers just power play merchants if they're not getting power plays they're not scoring mm-hmm. uh and on top of having a shit goalie having to figure out goalie situations mid-game mid-series i mean that's that's just gonna fuck you every time i've never i haven't seen a team with a shit goalie subpar goalie get make it you know past the first round um but, yeah, dude, it's just like the NBA with Durant and Booker, like, Drysaddle, McDavid. No one else was fucking stepping no up doing did. their job. And VGK is a lot like the Kraken. They're fun to watch. They're really good fundamentally. Uh, they just make plays. They got guys who are stepping up. It's a different guy every night. And then they got a solid guy like March So who's fucking putting up a hat trick with the back against the wall. Like. Fucking solid, yeah. by the way. Green Gob. Green Gob actually doing his job, too. mm mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's, like, fully greened out on prize picks, and he's still ripping. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of, kind of by committee. They got so many rippers. Uh, you know, Jack Eichel. He's still w- a bucket, dude. Still a bucket, but wasn't even wasn't even relevant in last night's game, which is, you know, if McDavid or Dreisaddle's irrelevant, like, it shows on the scoreboard. But with teams like the Kraken, if one of their goats ain't ripping and on, yeah, they got other guys stepping up.
0: It almost, like, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Um, because, you know, I'm not the I'm not going to claim to be the biggest hockey guy. Obviously, when the Devils are, like, in the hunt, I'm going to be, you know, all over them because it's, like, the only team I have from New Jersey. Um, and now, like, I'm more invested in it now because I love the Hughes brothers. Um, but I feel as though in hockey, just from watching these playoff series and from, you know, when I was younger with Barry on ESPN, like, hearing about the shit that he'd be talking about, I'd almost prefer a team to superstars. Mm -hmm. The Panthers, the Kraken, VGK, I feel as though we're all teams that were just teams. And the Canes, too. And the Canes. All teams that were just teams. There's not a guy that when you turn that TV on, you're like... This is the guy we're going in for. You they, they've they've got guys, right? Like yeah. they've got guys like March, so they've got guys. I forget who the guy is on the Kraken that I love. It's, his SOGs are always at two and a half, and he's a fucking <laughs> bucket. He was like a first round pick for them. I think he was the second overall. Uh up. Beneers.
1: Yes, Maddie. Um He's like my favorite player. He doesn't rip as much as I'd like. Like I want to take his SOG so much tonight, but his prop that is literally a green gob. The reason why I even know Maddie Beneers, uh first couple games he came into the league, his over half a point was on prize picks it was free. It was literally air, and so he's like a homegrown Kraken draft pick, which is cool to see. And the fans are embracing him. and He's dope. I love. Oh, well,
0: what him. I've been calling him to ever to like all my buddies whenever we watch the Kraken because I've actually I'm kind of bandwagoning the Kraken like not necessarily on social media a lot, but whenever I'm with my buddies, I call him the key because he just unlocks it all. Yeah. He might not do anything crazy that game, guy. but he's literally he's just the key. Yeah, like he'll unlock a, a real quick play, and you'll be like, oh shit, like we're right there again. Or he'll get like a a, like a great turnover, whatever it is. But I feel as though this playoffs is really starting to show in both sports. Like it's it's they're team sports, man. It's not fucking golf. You can't go out here and get Tiger, Rory, and put them on a team and fucking expect to win when the other guys can go ten for ten. When you can only go five for against their ten. You know what I mean? And I feel like we're seeing that in hockey with the Leafs. It's just It's just Austin Matthews. Yep. I and mean, when you watch that team, it's just Austin Matthews. Like maybe Nylander, but he he doesn't show up every fucking game. But like I feel as though that's what's kind of made it more exciting, and that's why I want the crack in a to win tonight. Because even with the stars, it feels like Robo. Yep. You know, if Robo doesn't score three, we're losing. If Robo doesn't score two, we're losing. Like even when you're at the game, dude. The only thing I heard Stars fans say was, "Let's get Robo going. Let's get Robo going." <laughs> It's like,
1: dude. Yeah, like, facts. Fuck, That's man. same with the Leafs fan. Like, get get Willie out there.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah. Or it's no, like I feel like you go to a Kraken game in Seattle. They don't give a fuck who's on the ice, yeah. dude. They're just like, let's
1: go. Yeah, you for know? real, dude. And like, as soon as that puck hit the uh, net for the Panthers, dude, everyone around me just blow up the team, blow up the team, shit, Marner out, get Willie out of here. It's like, except for the goat. <laughs> See you next year, <laughs> yeah. dude. I wish I fucking had that moment on video, dude. It was the most like it would have been a viral fucking clip like of all time for Leafs fans it was just the most Leafs scenario dude was out of the fuck like before anyone else could stand up this dude was already out up the stairs in the hallway
0: that like I can literally picture now from your point of view the goal scored silence the red thing is going off the stadium's loud as fuck but it's not the fans and this guy instead of just like reacting just like all right guys next year do it all again and then just out, dude. Like the wind
1: dude. Just gone.
0: Well, as a Leafs fan, I mean the bit on social media was like the most, some of my favorite videos were these guys on TikTok and it was um all, the, the Leafs walking into the locker room. He's like, oh, this is a second round. He's like, this is a second round? Yeah. They're like, yeah, man. That I, like, well, I thought we were just in Florida for a golf trip. It's <laughs> like, no, we have we have to play again. It's like, wait, hold on.
1: There's a second round? awesome, do you know there's a second round? He's like, Yeah, we got a second golf round. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That dude what just is? followed me on TikTok the other day. Did he actually? Yeah, he's hilarious. That's like an
0: hysterical. Let's go. That's awesome. Um, but little Timmy finally got one thing he wished for, so he got to go to Toronto. Yeah. That Timmy, was cool.
1: Timmy did go to Toronto. Dude, you, in Toronto, we walk out, and I'm with the Props.Cash guys. We step one singular foot out of the building, and the Props.Cash guy just whips out a joint, sparks it, in a fucking mosh pit of people walking out of the building. And that's normal. Like, There's... N- the no like weed is completely decriminalized it's not even like it's not even a question whether or not you can rip a J in public or not like it's just like they treat it like cigarettes yeah which is insane no yeah I haven't been in an environment like that before it was kind of cool
0: LA's kind of like that depending yeah, on where you are yeah but like even in it's kind
1: of niche anywhere in the states It's I'm always like I'm thinking about it like you know is this is this a appropriate area am I allowed mm. to do this here you know are there cops around there is, like, whatever. There people walking out of the building. Like I saw like these two hot chicks like just smoking a J outside the stadium, and this little like group of guys walks up like, oh, can I get some of that? And they just like started smoking it together. Damn. I'm just like, what? And there's like cops like right over there, no up the chicks fl- outside the stadium. In Toronto, <laughs> yeah, I dude, think? it was some W Riz for sure. I was. I need to be out there, man. Standing there watching it all happen.
0: I really want to go to Toronto. Can we go to a Blue Jays game this year?
1: Yeah, I would love to, man.
0: I want to go to the city. That's like the one city I. really Apparently, the Jays
1: like to. stadium is like dog shit I guess I looked inside of it it was kind of cool but fuck yeah Raptors I, game would have been sick yeah Raptors game would have been dope but whatever
0: um, alright well I've, I want to do a sneak new presenter by PrizeFix because this episode is going to come out on Monday but first I got a fun question for us which I'm going to try to introduce every episode not necessarily a segment but just like a question to you know whatever it is then we got common W then the cake report the fun question because I was thinking about it this weekend because it happened to me favorite place to be when your bet hits so I'm thinking, you know, on your stream... what It could be super specific to you. It doesn't have to be general. Mine is... I think everyone could probably guess it. I There's nothing I love more than being at a bar, drinking with your buddies, and a bet that you guys all put put on together hits. Yeah. Because you have that moment where it's like pure ecstasy. Everyone's going crazy. And like, let's go! Like you're dapping each other up. There's a couple chest bumps if you're really feeling masculine. And then... It's like, it almost feels like your buddy got married and it's like a bachelor's weekend now. Like, it's like, all right, dude, we got coins in the account. Let's go get more drinks. Like, that's my, and it happened to me this weekend. That's my favorite spot to be ever. That's like, you could bury me with that feeling and I would never be, I feel unhappy.
1: I have a random, very specific one.
0: Yeah, which is fine because I think everyone has, my buddy loves being alone on his couch in his basement. That's his favorite
1: shit, dude. I think an underrated way to win a bet or a place to be when you win a bet is somewhere where you shouldn't be checking the score. Somewhere where you shouldn't be looking at your phone or thinking about this bet. This is a great one. So, for example, specifically, say you're out to dinner with your girl, right? Mm. Shouldn't be on your phone Mm-mm. and you're already, you're already giving up the fact that you can't watch this game, right? And you're already thinking about that in the back of your head like, fuck, I should be at home watching this game right now. Mm-hmm. I got fat units pending. So your girl is like currently taking her order, right? And you just give it a little quick peek, quick peek. Check the goblins. They're green. Nothing better. Just slide the phone away. Not a care in the world. And dude, and then it's almost like. Whew, yeah. She's bitching or complaining. You're like, yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm
0: with you. Like, that, Why would she ever say that to you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a, once that hits, it's like nothing fucking matters. You want to do dessert? Yeah. i don't give a fuck dessert. You know, what's funny because last year that happened to me. It was a day baseball game. My cousin was getting married.
1: Yeah, yeah the weddings. Dude, and I was
0: like, Padres plus one and a half in the church. <laughs> like, just... Wedding like, is- sneaking, dude. Just, like, sneaking in the church. Like, just making sure the Padres are covering. And it was, like, all-time ecstasy because it was they kiss, I check, the Padres covered. And I was like, let's fucking go! <laughs> like, just everyone's going crazy, but not for, like, your bet, obviously. But no, I
1: love that one. That's yeah, a good one. or, like, I was at my brother's wedding, and we had all bet Mike Trout to hit a home run. That's his favorite player. And he was wearing the jersey all day before the wedding. And I had told the whole wedding party, like, yeah, Trout's going to hit a home run for Bo. Like, it's going to be electric. And then we're out on the dance floor, you know, celebrating the wedding and shit, getting turned. And I checked the score, and I get the notification that Trout hit a nuke. And I went and, like, whispered in everyone's ear, and we were all just fucking going bonkers. Trout nuked.
2: <gasps>
1: <gasps> Mr. President, Trout just hit a fucking nuke.
2: It's like the it's like the Osama lot of, we got him. We got him. We got him. <laughs> he went ding dong. <laughs> uh, Nick, you got one? Yeah. Uh, mine's a very specific specific one. Um It was a time when we were, I think in the sports book in Vegas is still just underrated, like on the last leg of your parlay, but it was the Boise State win.
1: Oh, that was Uh, a highlight of my betting career. Top five. easy On that,
2: that, because it was like a five leg parlay. It was the last leg. And then we went out to Omnia later that night for bottle service. And like that night was just fucking like, it was, I, I think it was the first time we met like Nikki and Mush was in town. Data was in town. Like, so we had a whole group of. Group of friends that we went out to uh, to Omnia after Boise State hit. We were in the uh, Paris Sportsbook. Shitty Sportsbook, there. At Paris. Shitty
1: Sportsbook, but not a person there. Yeah. It was just us five. Just dominated. Yeah, and it was the sweatiest fucking game ever, too. I mean, this was back and forth, three balls, 10 seconds on the clock, took like 30 minutes because they just kept trading buckets and calling timeouts. And we had the ball last, and they fucking hit a dagger three to win. Uh, and it was fucking unbelievable. What's fucking I know. Crazy. And I, and we all bought... I had like 500 on this parlay to win like six racks. Yeah. No way. And we actually got tucked. I know. So rare. nuts. <laughs> so rare. So rare. Never dude. happens, bro. We were all just so, so, so bricked.
0: A rare tuckage. Quick
1: update on some MLB shit. Cardinals are starting to win some games. Love yeah, to see that. Yeah, they're yeah, getting hot. They're, they're even money today against the Brewers at home. With Peralta on the mound kind of want to
2: take the cards yeah i mean they're they're right now they got it figured out they got the Contreras shit figured out it was it was for for backstory from last few past few episodes Contreras was the one to blame for everything for all the pitchers sucking is because he doesn't prepare like yachty did with the pitchers before games and so they basically benched him and put kisner in well then they started winning Arnado got his bats fixed he homered three days in a row and they swept but the But then you see
0: some guy asked him for his jersey and he was like, yeah, I can't hit in this
2: thing. You can keep it. And then he hit a home run. <laughs> then he hit a double and a home run right after that. Nuts. Yeah.
1: Um, so, That'd be Cardinals. Cardinals yeah. starting to heat up. Lodolo on the IL. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Absolute pain. He's only going to miss a month, which is a lot, but he was soaring over his projection, projected over like 50 more Ks than what I need. So we still could be at the table, but definitely not great. Not great. So Ladolo let's let's get that calf back back in uh, W shape. But fuck, man. That was the only thing that was like looking Ws for me. Uh, Mookie bets though. The Dodgers are getting fucking hot. Mookie's hitting bombs. He's heating up. Um, what else is going on? I go, well, Jose's getting some RBIs. Still behind pace, but he's starting to heat up a bit. Shohei, we need some more nukes, man. We need some more nukes. But, uh, yeah, Dodgers are getting red hot. Otani's fucking gone. Angels continue to blow leads, dude. Uh, He's literally gone. Dude, I mean, foot I can out the door. The Angels are up 6 nothing. You get a master class out of Tyler Anderson. You get runs on the board from the offense. And then we get to the seventh inning, bro, and we give the game away. That's literally the story of Angels baseball the last fucking 10 years. Otani's gone.
0: Like, foot fully out.
1: Out the door, man. I'm so pissed he's pitching today might have to bomb him but yeah so gone
0: my go was fucking chalked dude everyone's fucking hurt no one's doing their job on the mound I just fucking <laughs> like, it was never Sandy dude I don't know what I was doing trusting fucking yeah. Sandy dude like I'm right. actually pissed because I,
1: I felt so good about it and we had Strider too which is pain
0: who by the way is like on pace to have like 300 yeah. strikeouts yeah he's like, what the fuck dude
1: he, I'm pretty sure he already covered Snell's line for him <laughs> And we're like not even halfway through the season.
0: Like was our OG go well, the move, dude. Uh Arnauto's now fucking bombing shit. We had his his thing in there. We had Strider. We had
1: Corey Seeger, I think. Who's gonna chalk it anyways? Yeah, because he um, like
0: fucking hurt. He's spending more time in Frisco than he is playing <laughs> goddamn baseball.
1: Uh, but yeah, no, we're about we're we're very close to the dog days of summer. So I hope you are ready for it. So
0: close, yeah. We're already getting so fucking close. We're
1: already getting sniffs of it. You know, a day like today, we got one hockey game and fifteen baseball games. I know, dude. And soon enough, it's gonna be four baseball games, and that's it. Mm. Those are the worst days, dude. Mm. Sometimes it's like literally on travel days, they'll have two MLB games and not like two WNBA games, and there is your summer. You know
0: Oh but MLS and PLL Yeah
1: I'm good at those Sure WNBA Goat Well you play someone
0: Yeah I'm down It's just gonna be Sophie Cunningham and <laughs> Dude they don't even Have her on to the throw. board I'm gonna have to Make a corp call Yeah make a corp We're gonna need a corp call for Yeah one. for but sure Can we put that on the board Sophie Cunningham On the On the Price picks.
1: Yeah please Alright please gonna need that one. Um, How do I'm you not have, have The goat me. on the board dude
0: Yeah what the fuck Someone on the aces too I'm gonna need Somebody on the aces
1: Yeah I'm gonna have to Talk to my WNBA goats because I feel like, I feel like you could honestly take just the best players, <laughs> but
0: uh, no, I think you for sure could, and probably will. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's go to the Common W. The cake report. Then we'll do a real quick sneak peek presented by Prize Picks. Um. Or maybe we don't have to do a sneak peek presented by Prize Picks. It's just the NHL game. Yeah. We could do two piece gob.
1: Could do two piece gob.
0: I already know what my leg is. so let's do it. Um. All right. Common W. Uh. We're gonna do it every Monday episode, just something that happened this weekend that you know really moved the needle for you that made you happy either in your betting life, your personal life, um, whatever it may be. I'll start it off. Common W this weekend. I had an amazing Saturday of day drinking. W's. I There's nothing I love more than waking up early with a squad together that's just down to day drink and just get silly. <laughs> And I was getting silly from like 11 a.m. to 4, quick nap, shower, back out again. But I just love, especially being in Texas now, there's nothing better 80 degrees on a rooftop. You're a little bit uncomfortably hot, but I discovered the key to the common W for my weekend, a
1: frozen Moscow mule. Mm -hmm. Dude, I was Slurping I, I was slurping so many Moscow mules That's my that's my go-to lately
0: Which is why I was like on a rooftop And I love a good copper-cupped yep. Moscow mule when it's hot out And the lady goes Would you like that frozen?
1: Sure, man I felt like
0: James Bond I didn't know that was, was an like, option That's what I'm saying I was like, absolutely yes, I would ma'am. love that for <laughs> I'll yes, <have> man. <laughs> Freeze that shit up
1: Freeze that shit up
0: I had like five of them, dude They went down It was already
2: like slurping I was just fire. slurping
1: we need to get some Moscow meal ingredients in this household.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's one I've never made. Yeah. Or the milk. The you milk. love your milk.
1: Oh, yeah. The, uh, what Red, do you call this? White Russian? White, White Russians, Russian. yes. Mm-hmm. My milky at the book. <laughs> Don't call it your milky, dude. <laughs> People would see me at the Red Rock and they'd be like, oh, he's got his milk. <laughs> <laughs> Back at it again with the milk. Um, what was your common W this weekend? Common W. She common w was just you know getting to experience toronto haven't been out of the country in a fucking minute Mm. um but it was a great time didn't end up the way we wanted it to but to be in that environment with such a passionate diehard fan base and experience that experience that pain with them was kind of a w so shout out toronto w place would love to come back for some jays legacy games down the stretch of the postseason, but uh, yeah, Common W Toronto.
0: Let's go. Uh,
2: Common W for me. Relaxing weekend this weekend. Didn't do too much. We got a hell of a weekend coming up with my boy getting married. Um, so so preparing the liver for that. So we took a weekend off from from the beverages. But Common W Cardinals back. Hey, we won. Uh, si- we won six to seven. Uh, um, we just swept. The Boston Red Sox, you know, not an easy place to play there in Fenway. And uh, we got the Brewers for three and then the Dodgers for three this week. So we have a good week. We might be back. But back? Back. Okay. All right. Delusional, but back. I was going to say, back? Ever since Wainwright's been back in that dugout. They're getting hot. All right, back. We'll do it. Cardinals back. All right.
0: Cardinals are back. We ride or die with the Brewers. I'm gonna fade them literally today. <laughs> yeah, them. I'm sorry. No,
1: they actually might be a fade today because you're fading them coming off Sunday night baseball, which has been a system. Shout out P.O.D. Pete. Uh, but we were like, yeah, let's take the Cardinals, man. They're gonna they're getting red hot. And then I was like, well, shit, they're coming off Sunday night baseball. That's always a fade. They got Peralta on the
2: mound for the Brewers. I was gonna say I was a yeah, Peralta. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It could be the Brewers. It's a Brewers. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but back. It might be the Brewers. They had a, they had a couple good comebacks this weekend, so they're probably due for now. But back. Yeah. Back. Back. I'm down. Back. But put they lose on, tonight. Put it on back. record here. Put it on record here. In, in a couple months, we're top of the division. Okay.
0: That's, see, that's where it's got to stop. Um, all right, we'll go going to the cake report now. Something on the weekend. You know, it's more like a Thorn and Rose type deal, but we've got the comment. I mean, the cake report. Uh, the cake report is just something that, you know, maybe didn't go right this weekend, kind of ruined your day, whatever it was. Hopefully you're able to bounce back from it. Um, my cake report, not necessarily something that happened in, you know, my life, but just really, really disappointed in Joel Embiid. Like, you're a fucking loser, dude. I'm totally out on you now. Couldn't be more in on guys like Jason Tatum And, you know, guys like Jalen Brunson that are just leaders on their team. And there's nothing that makes me more angry than a selfish superstar. And I'm just like, I couldn't be more out on him. Like loser. That was the most loser shit I've ever heard someone say that just was the best player in the NBA. Like that's some shit that I don't think Michael Jordan would ever say. That's some shit I don't think Shaquille O'Neal would ever say. I don't even think Charles Barkley would ever say that. So fucking I'm out. I'm out on him. Also, John Morant too. Wow. Wow.
2: Wow.
1: What a like, what bozo, are
2: we dude. Doing? That's the ultimate cake report. Yeah. What are we doing?
1: My cake report, I had a Mother's Day Megalodon. Uh, it was Celtics money line, Oilers money line. Uh, told everyone on Twitter, this is how you're going to pay for the Mother's Day flowers. All you got to do is lock in this two-piece bob. And we got absolutely tucked by the Celtics, but we got fucked by the Oilers, man. Cake. Oh, cake. Dude. So... Me and little Timmy went and fucking picked some flowers from the neighbor's garden <laughs> and gave it to mom.
0: A <laughs> couple of roses out the garden. And <laughs> nothing crazy. Couldn't afford the Whole Foods bouquet. Yeah.
1: So, thanks to McDavid and Dry Stottle and company. You guys are ratchet.
0: I want to talk John Morant because we didn't talk about it. I think we have to talk about that. Um, and then quick price picks and we'll wrap it. It's kind of a long episode. Apologies. John Morant, dude. What are we doing? What is... What is going on? I
1: don't know, man. I mean, he's... I get he's young, but, like, what the fuck? I mean, how do you not learn after the first time?
0: But, dude, not only how do you not learn after the first time, what are what are we doing, man? Like, this... He wasn't doing this shit at Murray State. He wasn't doing this shit his rookie year. And now it feels like everything in the world that he's been working so hard for is finally coming to fruition. Nike deal, his own fucking shoe face of the franchise was in the conversation for MVP. Je- what?
1: Uh, dude, it blows my mind. Baffles my mind and I'm starting not to really feel bad about it. Not at all, dude. Yeah. Not at all. And I feel like it's at, at one,
0: on one point of the token, I think it's the people you surround yourself with. For sure. Um but on the other end of it, you also have to be an adult and realize that, you know, I mean, these guys say it all the time. You see it a lot in the, in the rap world. I think you see it a lot with with certain athletes that they're like all the fuck shit that he's doing is only going to really fuck him because he's the guy that's got it all right now. The only one that can really really look back in five years, if everything that I think's going to happen in the next couple days happens in terms of Nike's going to drop his ass, he's going to lose a signature shoe deal it's only him who had a real future that's gone now, right? And, I mean, you can't even blame his friend for being on the Instagram Live. I mean, obviously, maybe put the live away, you know? But, I mean, you can't blame the friend. The friend immediately knew that they were fucked because I think he saw John and was like, dude, what are we doing? Like, no way you just did that again. So, I mean, you can't blame the friend. And, I mean, the, the narrative that, the NBA's out of season. He can do whatever he wants. I think that's completely wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with him being in the club, listening to music, drinking with his buddies. I think that's fine. I think people got a little bit mad about that, but he is in the off season, so I think you can for sure, you know, have fun. You're a young kid, but when you start toting a gun around as the face of the youth of the NBA, where little kids are looking up to you now, kids in high school are looking up to you now, it's setting an awful example. For like the ten-year-old that fell in love with John Morant because he's his favorite player, just got his shoes, and he sees him fucking around with guns and shit. Yeah, like I just think it sets a bad precedent for that next generation because the NBA does that—they pick guys that are gonna be the face, and he's one of them. As the young, as the young generation, to be like, let's get young fans investing in the NBA. John Morant, fucking the guy's fireworks when he plays basketball. But what are what are we doing?
1: I I have no idea. I literally don't even have any clue what he could have thought in that moment. Like, how do you not fucking learn after the first go around? Why are you having a gun on you in the fucking car? And why are you like flaunting that shit around?
0: And put the young boy away. (laughs) Yeah. I thought it was like a thing with Drewski. He was like, the minute I saw Instagram live, the second I heard young boy, (laughs) I knew something fucked was about to happen. Yeah. Like you just knew it was coming. Um, but, I mean, I don't know, man.
1: Yeah. You got to figure it out. Dude sold the goat whale. I don't feel bad for him anymore.
0: Yeah, it was always Trent putting him in the goat whale, and then his whole career just exploding <laughs> in, in a matter of days. Um, all right, let's do a quick sneak nuke presented by Picks for tonight's games. Uh, we have MLB and NHL. I already have my square. We already talked about it. It's really low. Give me Matty Beneers over one and a half SOGs.
1: Okay. Give me... Uh well shit, cause I was gonna take Grubauer over saves, but can't do that with two of the same players from the same team. I
0: can go stars if you
1: want. Um, no, you don't have to. So you can also but,
0: go baseball. There's later games. Yeah,
1: let's go. I'm gonna go baseball. Beneers over one and a half.
0: We got Shohei strikeouts. Uh, lots of strikeouts.
1: Give me no. I'm gonna give you something that's gonna actually fucking pay.
0: Oh, a gob.
1: Give me. I want a red. I want a Cincinnati red. It's
0: fucking disgusting, dude.
1: Because they got Connor Seabold in Coors today uh, for the Rockies. G- if they have Jonathan India, do they have India? They do. They do. Give me, Total bases. Give me India over one and a half bases.
0: Okay. Wow, One of the one and a half. Two pays. Yeah. Is what we're saying on this just one. just need
1: two. I'm placing that.
0: I just place it right now. We got Maddie Beneers more than his shots on goal. Jonathan India more than his total bases. We've never hit a sneak new presented by prospects on this couch. Are you serious? Yep, we're 66 episodes in. We haven't done one every episode. We've never hit one, if you power played it. Wow. We probably would never hit one. Not even our two pieces. Um, so I'm feeling good about this one. I just bombed it. I'm not going to tell you how much I put on it. Um, 500. No. But, but it's because I'm up on prospects right now. Oh, word. I had a great weekend. So now it's time to just get reckless with it and lose it all. I just put 250. Responsibly. 250. So. 250. Okay. I like that. Um, all right. That's our sneak game presented by Fix, Comment W, Cake Report. Um, make sure you go get some merch wherever you get podcasts I can subscribe. Um, you got anything left for the people? Or?
1: No. Follow me on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. at book it with Trent and tune into the surgical stream, Twitch, every weekday, 1 p.m. Central.
0: Uh, you can find Mikey over on Other than Instagram, it's michael.j.overs. Um, we got a great week of sports coming up. Let's just uh, let's keep it clean and fun.
1: Yep, let's make some coin. As always, be seeing.